Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 68, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. everybody it's great to be back with you again hi jay how are you how's things up your way everything is good and wet thank you very much we've had <laughs> we've had uh, thunderstorm over the last few days we've had thunderstorms and torrential downpours and beautiful sunshine and hot and muggy weather complete mix no hail or snow this time but you know yet yet <laughs> yet yeah we had a downpour this morning we've had a lot of hot weather but um a downpour this morning, which has watered my uh, vegetables nicely for me. So Excellent. You'll be having some nice uh, summer salads then from the garden. I will be, yes. The lettuce is growing really well. Unfortunately, the tomatoes I was trying to grow from seed have not done anything very much. But okay. never mind. We'll try again next year. Um, <laughs> but my courgettes are growing lovely. I'm going to have to get some big pots and pop them up. And my potatoes are growing really well and my parsnips and my broccoli and my carrots. So and my onions. So I've got plenty good. <laughs> to keep me going for a yeah. little while. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. So yeah. today. Today. Well, it was after a conversation you and I had yesterday that you kind of hauled me up on <laughs> the language I was using. So, OK, everybody, it wasn't rude language. <laughs> But um, you just reminded me of the importance of having an awareness of the words that we use, especially when we're trying to create something within our lives that we really want and um, that we, we need to make sure we're not using language that's pushing that away from us again. Yeah. Um, because it's really important to remember that our words are energy. And so um, and it's not just the words as well. It's the um, it's the energy behind them. It's the the passion behind them um, that that um, helps to to manifest what we want in the moment. And if we aren't using the right words and we haven't put the right energy behind it, then we're not going to get what we want in the moment. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so I thought it might be interesting to explore this a bit because, you know, I kind of, I'm aware that we need to be aware of the words that we use, but I'm not always good at making sure that I think about the words that I'm using and what they might, that the effect they might have, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think the first thing just to pick up on, <laughs> <laughs> listening to the words you just used, um, I don't think about the words I use. And I think that's part of the problem is that we don't think about the words we use. I don't th I don't think that we need to think about the words we use. We need to intuit the words to use. Yeah. And this is something I've come to understand and been practicing as best I can because I still uh, say things and haul myself up over them as well. Um is to be, we've, we've talked about this many times, the more in the moment we are, the more in the now we are, the more present we are, the more tuned into our heart centre we are, 
the words that we use tend to be the right words that we're that we are to use in that moment mm. and it's when we have external external i'll use that word for the moment external influences that are, that affect our emotions and our energy can take us out of our heart and into our heads which means we tend to be more reactive with the words we're using rather than responsive we've talked about you know reaction versus response before mm -hmm. so if i think back to times when i've been angry or hurt or felt attacked so i, f I feel cornered or then my response is completely different than if I take a step back because there's emotion tied up in my response. It's, it's a reaction to how dare you treat me like that? How dare you say that to me? And that's why we get the energy of an argument when an argument happens between people is it's all fired up with emotion. What we need to do if we're going to have something in terms of a conversation that's constructive to move things forward even if it was an emotive trigger or, or or the trigger of the argument is to take the emotion out of it and to back not back down in terms of asserting boundaries but backing down from the emotion and the emotional charge of it and listen and be in the moment and just allow what we want to say to come up and there's no harm in pausing and taking a moment to see what comes up. Just because there's a silence or a gap in a conversation doesn't mean we have to suddenly jump in and fill it. So I think the first thing is to be aware of reaction versus response. So take that time to allow the right words to come up. It's then, in part, it's then down to what are empowering us and what words we use that empower us and what words we use that don't. So when we say something like, um, right, if I'm trying to manifest money, one of my clients trying to manifest money and they say, when I achieve this, I'll know I'm successful, then they're putting it as a when I achieve, they're pushing it away because it's rather than I have achieved this or so we I don't necessarily want to go into deep into um, affirmations and things. But when we talk in positive language as if we've achieved something, then the universe, in my understanding, the universe aligns or does its best to align stuff to us to allow that to be. If we say... I want to have something when I achieve that, when when I hit 10,000 a month, then I'll be able to do to buy whatever. What we're doing is we're setting a distance between ourselves and what we want to manifest. Mm -hmm. In effect, we're putting a barrier up because, you know, say to someone, you know, when will you know you're successful? Well, when I've got this, when I've achieved that, but aren't you successful now? Yeah. So we just need to be aware of the words that we're using and the power that they have in terms of 
moving us forwards to where we want to go, putting up a barrier and distancing us from where we want to go, or even putting us in the completely opposite direction of where we want to go. Yeah, I think it's it's a really good point that, that we need to recognise that, like you were saying, we the, the example of being successful, and, and success means different things to different people. Success might be, um, it might be related to money, but it might not. It might be related to feeling confident with what you're doing, mm-hmm. being correct with what you're doing, could be lots of different things couldn't it that that's um that success relates to but as you say we need to acknowledge that we are successful now we are already successful um to be able then to bring into the moment the specifics that we want to achieve by being successful yeah does that make sense yes it does so if you think of it this way if we want to manifest something okay what does that start with it starts with the thought of i want this in my life okay whatever this is so we put the thought out there energetically then the universe aligns things if we see if we see the opportunities and take the right the appropriate action through this but we that the universe aligns the things to allow us to achieve that thing we want to manifest mm-hmm. there's a lag it starts with thought and everything else comes later mm-hmm. so we have to allow for that time whatever that time is because sometimes it it could be that we want something in our life and two minutes later it happens it could be that it takes 20 years to happen it depends what it is and where we are on our journey and how open we are to seeing the opportunities around us that would allow us to achieve that desire that thing that we want it also depends on whether it's for our highest good as well. This is true. And the highest good of everybody else, because if it's not for our highest good, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's about alignment. Yeah. And we can get very, when we get into the, things like law of attraction and getting into manifesting things, we can get very fixated on timescales of when things are going to happen. And the problem I see with that, the problem that that comes up for me with that, where that doesn't resonate for me, I guess, is universal time and human time are two different constructs. So eat in the moment, though, don't they? Yes, they do. Yes, yes, yes. What I mean by that is that if I put an intention out there of something I want to manifest, and let's just say it is for my highest good and of those around me or those that are connected to it, then for me, I might want to manifest that by October. Okay, we're recording in June now, so by October. Well, the universe might 
term and say, well, okay, but you're saying October, but you could have it now if you want it. Mm. And here are some opportunities that you, but if I'm focused on, oh, I want it in October, then might miss those opportunities. I could be walking past opportunities that could allow me to have it today. Mm. And the problem is that we, because if, if we get into that, thing of well things don't happen instantly there is a lag yes there is because we have to create the thought first but the lag might be six months in human time linear time but in the universe's time it's instant mm. so it's what particularly with manifesting we just need to be aware of whether we're moving, we're using language to move ourselves forwards or not. I mean, one of the classic words that gets misused is but. When we want to say something, so if I say something and, and I talk about manifestation and it's awesome, but we need to be careful of these things, then to a degree, I've just negated everything before the word but and and so if you say something let's say we're having a discussion on the podcast like we are and you say something and I say yeah good point but then what I'm basically saying by saying that is yeah okay but you're wrong because mm. whereas if we use the word and so yeah good point and if we add to that and say so it's looking at or it's being aware of the words that we're using and the meaning behind them. The trouble is <laughs> that from birth in this lifetime, being a child, learning from our parents, learning through school, learning from peers, from colleagues as we go through life, you know, universities, whatever, we create a habit of using words. And the habit and, you know, some of the classics are the sayings, you know, that, oh, that's a really old saying. Um, but do we actually know the meaning of it? And we're saying these things without necessarily understanding the energy behind it mm. that may be holding us back. So, for example, you make me feel angry. Well, actually, that's not true. That's me projecting onto you because it's I'm feeling angry yes and it might be the conversation I have with that person that triggers me to feel angry but they don't make me feel angry no it's your choice to feel angry so but people do it and part of the problem is then that we're putting responsibility for our actions outside of us it's not my mm. fault it's not my fault you made me angry it's not my fault I got angry absolutely is so when we disempower us you know, if we want to manifest again this is how I see it when we want to manifest we've got to do it from within we are yeah. not going to manifest stuff from somebody else they might be instrumental in bringing that to us. So the person that rings up and says, hey, you won the lottery when you've just done a lottery ticket. You know, that's someone bringing it to you. It's just the delivery mechanism. Yeah. But 
if I don't buy a lottery ticket, it's not, I'm not going to win the lottery. So we still have to take the action, but I have to take the action. Maybe the lottery is not a good example because someone else could buy me a ticket. But the, but, <laughs> see, <laughs> and the point I'm trying to, see, that's, that's habit. Yeah. For many, 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 many years, we use that word, but in general language, then it becomes a habit. Mm. So <laughs> even though I'm conscious of it, I still do it and then have to correct myself afterwards. It's, you know, um, so if I want to manifest something, I need to be aware of whether I'm pushing it away from. Well, so, yeah, is it in my highest good? Drop down in my heart. Do I feel it's the right thing to manifest? Yes, I do. Okay, fine. Now, that might be how I feel. That might still not mean that it is right for me, but let's just assume that that's the assumption I've made, that that's the feeling I've had. Then I take the appropriate action. If I start using words of when I achieve that, when I get there, you know, the classic was just popped into mind was only fools and horses. You know, next next year, Rodney will be millionaires. And he said it every time, every year for however many years. The um, yeah, and it never happened, did it, it? It never happened until the very end when they did, and, and when they sort of effectively finished the, the many seasons of it. But but <laughs> see now I'm even more conscious of it. <laughs> um, the point there is, and the reason it popped to mind is that you know, yes, he had a dream of being a millionaire, but it was always next year, this time next year, Rodney. It was always pushing it out into the future, not embracing it now energetically and living as if he was a millionaire. And I don't mean going out spending money he doesn't have. I mean, living the energy of how would you feel if you if you didn't have to worry about if you were in that place right now how would you feel how would you think about things how would you carry yourself walking down the road you know whatever it might be it's living the energy of that that helps the universe align to manifest the bits that will give you that mm. I've heard that so many times and, and I think it's so important to to be reminded of that because you're right when you're living in the energy of that you are drawing in what it is that you want I think as well that it's important to remember that sometimes well I feel always thing, things manifest at the exact moment they're supposed to manifest mm -hmm. And sometimes we have stepping stones to get us yeah. where we need to be. And people can dismiss, and I've done it myself, those stepping stones, thinking, well, that's not what I wanted. That's what I want that's over there. Not that there. But actually, that there <laughs> might be the stepping stone to that over there. Yeah. If that makes sense. You yeah. know, and I've yeah. certainly done it in my career in the past where I've dismissed a job. And then realise later on that if I'd taken that, that actually would have taken me a quicker route to the other thing that I wanted to do yeah. because it would have given me additional experience, which would have allowed me to move into the other role. 
so um we do we do need to be careful that we don't make judgments as well about what the universe is presenting us with and that we are open to opportunities that are being presented to us to help us to manifest what it what it is that we want to create in our lives whether that's more love whether that's a different job whether that is um abundance in some way whatever it might be um we need to be totally open to all the opportunities that the universe presents to us yeah and that's the that i believe is the is the key to manifestation is the universe presents us with opportunity all the time it's Mm. just down to whether we're open to see it in that moment and you know Yes, if I miss, air quotes, miss an opportunity the universe has given me today, it doesn't mean there won't be other opportunities. But sometimes, like you said, the opportunity that's presented to you now, you might not see the connection to your end goal, what you want to manifest. But maybe the universe is giving it to you as a, actually, this is a quicker route. If you just take this one and then do that one, then you'll get there quicker. But we can overthink things rather than just feel what we're what would be a good thing to do or what would be the right thing to do. And then we find ourselves in that situation of maybe the, the realization later. Um, and I think I think something that you said there that that's quite important just to pull up on is hmm. the, the overthinking. We overthink things. And this is where we then push ourselves into our heads. And when we're in our heads, we'll miss the opportunities and the value of those opportunities that are being presented to us. Because when we're in our hearts and an opportunity is presented to us, it's a lot easier to feel into that opportunity. Is this opportunity right for me? Is this going to take me a step nearer to where I want to be? Um, Whereas if we're in our heads, we might overthink it and then dismiss it. Yes. An image I've used with you before, I can't remember whether I've done it on a pod, it might even be on one of the podcasts, I can't remember because I tend to intuit stuff as I go rather than plan, as you know. Mm. Um, and but the, but the image is of, if you imagine a, a pool or a, or a stream um, of water and at the bottom of the stream is this big shiny diamond, then the water's clear, you can put your hand in and you can grab it and pull it out. When we, that is us being in our hearts. Mm. When we're in our heads and we're thinking, it's like a load of mud and silt and dirt getting thrown up into the water. Diamond's still there, but we can't see it because we're overthinking and we end up sort of like feeling around trying to grasp it and we're coming up with pebbles, but not the diamond that we know's there. Mm. If we actually just take that time to allow that silt, that that mud in the water to settle, the cloudiness of the water to settle. So if we allow our thoughts just to settle. Then we can drop back into our hearts, the water clears, so to speak, and we can now clearly see where it is we need to go. Mm. Yeah, I think I used the. I, I, we did talk about this before because I used the phrase "contaminated thinking," didn't I? That's why you did, yeah. So, and that's part of the problem. 
is we think too much. Yeah. Generally. <laughs> yeah. Rather than feel. <laughs> yeah, we, we try and analyze to... stuff. We try and make sense of everything. And actually, yeah. do we really need to make sense of something? No, not, no. Not, not I mean, when we're working from the heart, because the heart, the heart makes sense of it, if that makes sense, <laughs> because we feel it, we feel it. And then if it resonates with us, then we know it's, that's where we, we need to be. If it doesn't resonate with us then we know we need to step away. Um, but it's, it's, we've been taught to be analytical We've been taught to overthink things because that pushes us into our heads rather than feeling things, rather than absorbing information and feeling into it. Does that resonate with me? Does that feel like it's truth? Does that feel correct? Is that my truth? And my truth now will be very different to my truth in six months time because I will have journeyed a bit further and that's okay. And my truth will be different to your truth yeah. because we've had different journeys, even though we're brother and sister and been brought up in the same family environment um, in this lifetime, we've both had different journeys and different influences. Mm -hmm. And so that then affects the way that we perceive the world. And that's okay. Yeah. So, so it's, I feel that it's just really important to be in, in your heart, like you were saying earlier on, so that your words come from the heart all the time and not from the head. Because when they come from the heart, you're intuiting the right things to say. That, that That's for the, the highest good. It's for the highest good, exactly. Yeah. Whereas when we're in the head, we, we tend to be... I want to say the word rationals come in, but I'm not sure whether that's <laughs> the right word. Um, but but we, yeah, we, we just, we don't have the same clarity when we're in the head. No. We don't, even though people might think they do, actually, you don't have the same clarity when you're in your head as you do when you're in your heart. Because your heart knows what's right for you i think the other thing to add in here is also remember that we have been brought up to accept the viewpoint of authoritative figures so at school a teacher says this is so we're taught to accept that this is so yeah Politics, politicians, newspapers, anything that's official, then we're taught, programmed from young children that, oh, well, the GP says that, so that must be what we need to do. Or the newspaper says that, so that must be true. But actually, the person who wrote it or the article, if it's in the newspaper, for example, then that's just their perception. That's just their narrative. It's not necessarily true in its full entirety. And we 
I feel we have lost our way in terms of, like you were saying, we've been pushed into our heads a lot and taught to think to take us away from being in our hearts. And we need to get back to being that tuned in, loving being that we actually are Mm. and not overthink things and try and do someone over or think that someone's trying to do us over or whatever you know whether they are or not doesn't matter it's what can I do about it what what feels right to me to do in this situation and sometimes it might be doing nothing sometimes it might be taking a particular action might maybe it could be talking you know asserting a particular boundary but don't overthink it just okay I'm feeling this get curious you know why am I feeling this what is it I'm actually feeling what is it I actually need to do Mm. and allow the mud to settle allow the clarity of thought to come up from your heart before you dive in with a reaction yeah and that way then as well you'll use the right language you'll use the language that's that's going to move you forward rather than push things away from you. Nicely brought back. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's really just a reminder of the importance of being in your heart, isn't it? Whatever you're doing. Remembering to make sure that you take that moment to drop back into your heart, that you take that moment to take a deep breath yeah dad dad used to say that i'm sure i've said this before but dad used to say that to me take a deep breath count to 10 count to 10 <laughs> usually when the children were playing up but what it did was stop me reacting and i would respond to the situation rather than react and and so it's a good example of how just doing that helps you. And and I was doing it without realising what I was doing. It was dropping me back into my heart at the time to allow me to respond rather than react to the situation. Yeah. But it's it's so important in everything that we do and everything that we say that we just make sure that we're in our hearts. And, you know, I don't get it right every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> But it's having that awareness. It comes back to that awareness again, doesn't it? And and I just use the word but. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes back to having the awareness and taking a moment to correct your language if you've used words that are not as positive as they could be so that you can bring things towards you rather than push them away from you yeah so yeah the words we use very important definitely definitely and i think it's um a really good reminder um of how when we're in our hearts we'll use i want to say the correct language for the situation that we're dealing with whereas when we're in our heads we may say things that we later regret. And I'm sure I certainly have, and I'm sure many of our listeners can relate yes. to that. Yes. Definitely. No, I can. 
done as well so so yes I think that's something to think about it's just um bringing your awareness to the words that you're using to the way that you say things um and to take that moment just to make sure you're in your heart before you speak nice. and I know that there's a saying isn't there think before you speak but it's not think in the head it's think mm -hmm. from the heart yeah. before you speak so there we go good stuff interesting topic as always um hopefully giving the listeners something to think about something to be aware of and something to put into practice indeed indeed thank you thank you as well so until next time it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him mm -hmm.